The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. are spectacular. Josh Jackson continues his hot streak of picking off football. Six interceptions for Josh Jackson. Hello and welcome into this edition of Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. The Hawkeyes coming off an unbelievable win over Ohio State last week at Kinnick Stadium. The Hawkeyes riding high, trying to continue their success, going on the road to a tough place to play. Camp Randall in Madison, Wisconsin, facing off against the number five Wisconsin Badgers. The Heartland Trophy up for grabs. Wisconsin and Iowa series has been very, very even over the past, well, really forever. But lately, Wisconsin has kind of taken things on. They've taken things over, won four of the last five games, and the only time Iowa was was a victor was that 10-6 victory a couple years ago in Wisconsin. So things have been tough, tough sledding for the Iowa Hawkeyes um, against Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a very good football team. A lot of the uh, national narrative has been, can Wisconsin have enough good wins to get them into the college football playoff? And after Iowa beat Ohio State last week, the Badgers could be the only team from the Big Ten that has a legitimate shot of getting into the college football playoff. Wisconsin ranked number five in the polls, ranked number eight in the AP poll. Do they have enough clout to get up there? A lot of teams at the top lost this week. A lot of teams at the top won this week. Wisconsin was one of them. They defeated Iowa in dominating fashion in this football game, 38-14. to We're going to go ahead and dive through it. This is Quick Hits. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with me on Twitter, at Tyler Chumlin, at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter as well. If you have any questions, you'd like to advertise with us, reach out with us, be a part of our team, email info at HawkeyesMike.com. You can also email me if you have any comments, questions, concerns, anything, Tyler at HawkeyesMike.com. Let's go ahead and get into this thing. Hawkeyes boy eligible after winning last week. That's six wins. They're eligible. Need to keep trying to build on it. They weren't able to against Wisconsin. Back-to-back weeks against Big Ten foes that are ranked. It's kind of that time of the year for the for the Iowa Hawkeyes. They knew that was going to be the case with the, with the crossover games being against tough teams in Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State. And this one's a big one because if they win against Wisconsin, they're not mathematically out of the Big Ten West. They are now that they lost. So, you know, they take Ohio State to the woodshed last week and they hang over a little bit against Wisconsin. But interestingly enough, it didn't look that way at the very beginning. Last week, the Iowa started with a big defensive play. That was the interception by Amani Hooker. This week, they get another big defensive play to open the, open things. This time, Josh Jackson, third and 13 at their own 36-yard line. Wisconsin's Hornibrook throws, Jackson intercepts, scampers 43 yards, puts Iowa up 7 nothing. That's a heck of a good start if you're if you're an Iowa Hawkeye fan. You're looking at this thinking, we did that last week. We were able to build momentum. Yes, Ohio State drove right down the length of the field after the pick and scored right away, but this is a big one because Wisconsin's offense is shaky at times. The passing game, for sure, the run game is excellent as elite, but their passing game is not great, so it's great to get a lead, especially on the road. Here's Jackson after the interception of what he saw on the pick. Uh, formation, I see the uh, throw and kind of figure they're going to try to get to the out route and not just... Saw the ball, saw the route, so I cut it in. Definitely out of my head and score. College football is a game of momentum, and momentum shifts. Here's Josie Jewell on what the defense and the offense were looking at after the Jackson interception, going up seven nothing regarding momentum. I thought I thought we'd have momentum after that, and I thought you know it'd be good for the offense to be able to you know use that momentum and to line to their play. But um, you know today uh, they were the better team. 
Hawkeyes take the lead 7-0. Wisconsin answers with a nice, very nice 14-play drive going 75 yards, making a Gaglione field goal from 23, 7-3. Iowa able to keep them out. Now is when the Iowa offense struggles really start showing. Iowa goes 3-0. and out. Wisconsin starts again. Hornybrook picked by Gervas at the 6-yard line after Wisconsin looking to get a big gain on the play. Hawkeye offense gets it back. They get one first down on the Butler carry, but really not much after that. That's a punt. That's the end of the first quarter. Really not a whole lot happening other than the pick six for the Hawkeyes and the big picks picked by Gervas, but very similar to other games this season. I look at that Penn State game. Iowa's offense is struggling. They're sputtering. The defense is able to get a couple nice turnovers, even though Wisconsin's moving the football when they have it. Wisconsin goes three and out to start the second quarter. Iowa gets the ball back three and out. Rastetter, 36-yard punt down at the down at the Wisconsin 49. Wisconsin from there goes five plays, highlighted by a 25-yard end-around play to Kendrick Pryor for the touchdown, 10-7. Badgers lead. Iowa, another three and out. Wisconsin ball at their own 40. Josh Jackson punches the ball out of Taylor's hands. Manny Regumba recovers it for Iowa. First half, that's three turnovers already. Josh Jackson involved on two of them. Iowa can't respond, though. They go three and out. Wisconsin goes three and out on their own this time. Iowa goes three and out once again. The defense is starting. They're, they're showing up in this football game. They've got a couple turnovers, three turnovers to be exact, a couple interceptions, a fumble that they recovered, but the offense is sputtering. The offense can't get anything going. They're going to have to do something if they want to have success for the rest of the season. On fourth and 17, set up by the Stanley Sack, falling into the end zone. Players reviewed. They thought maybe it was a safety, but its forward progress was stopped. Rastetter punts 45 yards, returned by Nelson, 20 yards. Wisconsin ball in business at the Iowa 26. 234 left in the half. Taylor for five. Hornybrook finds Taylor out of the backfield for 15. Yards only Taylor's third catch of the season. Surprisingly enough, Hornybrook hits prior from 12 yards out for the touchdown. Wisconsin goes up 17 to 7. Iowa goes into a shell. They decide to think things over at the half, down 17 to 7 on the road. If you were going into this game and you told me 17 7 and a half, I would say, yeah, it sounds like they're hitting each other, smash mouth football, maybe a couple defensive touchdowns, a couple defensive big plays, and ultimately that's what's happened. But the Iowa offense is doing absolutely nothing. 17 to 7, Wisconsin leads. Iowa with only 20 total yards of offense in that first half. Hawkeye ball three and out to start the second half. Stanley sacked on third down. Wisconsin gets down to the Iowa 48-yard line. Hornybrook drops, looking right. Has a receiver, deflects it off his hands into... You guessed it, Josh Jackson's hands. He goes 52 yards, pick six again. That's Jackson's fifth interception in seven quarters. Two picks today, three picks last week. Here's Jackson after the pick, his second one of the day. Okay, just, just had the right in my hand. And really, um, you know, I just seen the ball come out, try to break on the ball. It was definitely right in my hand, so, but, you know, that's pretty much Iowa's offense can't do anything. They continue to stall, but Wisconsin, they can't seem to pull away. 17-14. to 14. Iowa then forces the Wisconsin punt. Maybe a little momentum shifting. Hawkeyes start at their own 20. They get a first down on second and four with a Butler carry. Then third and 10. Bad snap. Stanley not looking for it. He wasn't ready for it. Wasn't anticipating it. Recovered by Leon Jacobs of Wisconsin. He picks it up out of the pile. Runs 28 yards. Pay dirt into the end zone for the touchdown. Wisconsin now 24-14. to 14. 
14 lead. More struggles on the offensive side of the ball. Iowa goes three and out. Then Wisconsin goes three and out. Hawkeyes get their get a couple first downs on their next possession. Paris Stanley to easily pass this one for 10. Nice catches, nice passes. Looking like they maybe got a rhythm going. Second and six though from the Badger 47. Stanley drops, looking left. He's picked off underneath by the underneath defender. TJ Edwards didn't even see him. Unfortunately, that's a tough, tough break for Nate Stanley. Not a good decision. Here's Stanley after the game on throwing the pick. Uh, no, I mean, I just threw a bad ball. I, I mean, he made a heck of a play on it. So, you know, he's a great player and, uh, you know, he made a great play. At that point in time, 24 to 14, nail in the coffin time for Wisconsin. They go 59 yards on only four plays, capped off by a Bradrick Shaw touchdown scampering from eight yards out, 31 to 14. With this Iowa offensive production, there's no way they're going to come back in this football game. They turn it over on the ensuing possession on third and eight. Stanley fumble recovered by Jacobs again this time. Wisconsin begins at the Iowa 14. Might as well go for the exclamation point. Five plays later, Horny to A.J. Taylor for the exclamation point touchdown, 38-14. to Badgers win. That's your final score. Iowa has two more possessions, but they can't get anything going. Talk about Woodshed. Woodshed, Wisconsin. 38-14, to final for the Iowa Hawkeyes. They fall to the Badgers. It was a tough, tough game for the offense. That's one of the worst games they've played in three or four weeks and really all season long. Probably Nate Stanley's worst game as the starter at Iowa this season. They couldn't get the running game going. They couldn't do play action. They couldn't really do anything, and when they were able to get some momentum, something rolling, they turned the ball over. It was a very, very tough fought game for the defense, but ultimately at the very end, Wisconsin did break through as they tend to do in these types of football games. Iowa Falls, 38-14. to This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Follow on me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin, at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter as well. When we get back, we're going to take a real quick break. We're going to go through the stats, analysis, take a look at the player stats, talk a little bit about Josh Jackson and what it means for Iowa going forward. He's had had one heck of a run these past couple games. We're going to hear from Kirk Ferentz, Nate Stanley, Akram Wiley, Josie Jewell, Jake Gervas. Might hear from Jackson again as well. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Come on back for more here on Hawkeyes Mike. Hawkeyes Mike programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Do you want to learn more about kicking and punting? It's hard to find quality training for place kicking and punting, especially with a coach who will give you full attention and who cares about your growth as a person as well as a kicker. That's why Kaluzi Kicking is here. Kaluzi Kicking strives to bring out the very best in every student athlete by utilizing hands-on training, video analysis, and athlete marketing. Kaluzi Kicking is a family-oriented company and believes in working hard to help achieve your goals. The Kaluzi Kicking team will provide you the resources you need to perfect every aspect of the kicking game as you aspire to play at the next level. You can find out more information at kaluzikicking.com. Or you can email us, info at kaluzikicking.com. 
and they will go play action with the end around and take a shot downfield. And that ball is intercepted by Gervas. Danny Davis was the intended target, but he was so well covered by Gervas. Second time Iowa's had the ball, second time they've had a long field. Welcome back to Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. The Hawkeyes fall to the Badgers 38-14. to Wisconsin has the Heartland Trophy. They'll, they'll display it proudly at their football facilities in Madison. Iowa, they lost a trophy game. They've been pretty successful in trophy games this season. You look back to what they've been able to do uh, this season. They won Florida Rosedale a couple weeks ago. They did beat Iowa State for the Cyhawk Series trophy earlier this year. Uh, you look in a couple weeks, they have a chance at the Heroes Trophy. So Iowa continuing to try and win those trophy games, but this one was a tough one. It's a tough game to swallow. It's a very, very tough-fought matchup. The Heartland Trophy, don't look now, folks, but Wisconsin's building a little bit of a lead. Overall series, a few years ago, it was 43-43-2. Now it's 46-43-2. Wisconsin has rattled off a couple of nice wins here. Wisconsin has also kind of dominated, and the only game Iowa's won in the last five years has been that game they won 10-6. So the Badgers are really doing some nice things. Paul Chris has done a great job in Wisconsin. I'll be interested to see where they end up this year. If they can win these next few games, if they can beat Michigan next week and they can get to that Big Ten championship game and beat Ohio State, look like looks like it'll probably be Ohio State after Ohio State holds a tiebreaker over Michigan State as well as Michigan and Penn State. Excuse me, Ohio State doesn't hold the tiebreaker yet, but if they beat Michigan, then they'll hold the tiebreaker. They'll be in. So if Wisconsin can go in there, knock off Ohio State, then I think they're probably in the college football playoff. Nothing's given. Nothing, everything's earned, obviously, so they have to win these next couple weeks. But you look at what Wisconsin's been able to do. Paul Chris has them in a pretty good spot. Let's go back into this one, dive into it. I know Hawkeye fans don't want to, but we have to. 38-14 was your final score. Let's go into team stats. Total yards, Wisconsin 382. Iowa only 66. Wisconsin at 135 through the air. 11 of 18 passing. Three interceptions thrown by the Badgers, but they got it on the ground. 247 yards on 49 carries. That's five yards per rush. If you're going to carry the ball 49 times and you're going to average five yards per rush, you're going to be successful in the Big Ten. Iowa, 41 of the 66 yards were through the air. Eight of 24. One pick on the day. Rushing-wise, 25 yards. That's not good, especially when you only have 26 rushing attempts. That's one yard per carry. That's not great. Wisconsin at 18 for 18 first downs. Iowa only five first downs on the day. Third downs were a big deal in this one. Wisconsin five of 13. Iowa 0 for 13. Iowa one for one on fourth down. Penalties. The Badgers had six or 54 yards. Iowa five for 32. Turnovers. Wisconsin had four. Iowa had three. Time of possession. Badgers dominated 38-27 to 21-33. Let's jump into individual statistics. Let's start with Wisconsin. Alex Hornibrook, 11 of 18, two touchdowns, three interceptions, 23.5 quarterback rating, didn't matter. Rushing-wise, Jonathan Taylor, 29 carries, 5.4 average, 157 yards. He did not get in the end zone Unfortunately, after the game, Jake Gervas had nothing but good things to say about Taylor. Here's an interesting quote from Gervas talking about Taylor, the running back for Wisconsin. Yeah, definitely. I'd say one of them. He's up there in the Big Ten. He's up there in the country. He runs hard. He's got a big offensive line in front of him. Uh, all the credit goes to those guys. You know, we weren't able to make enough plays on defense and offensively. You know, they uh, off defensively they played well too. So they beat us in all three phases. We got to make corrections and keep moving forward. 29 for 157 is Taylor. Bradrick Shaw had 10 for 47 and a touchdown. Kendrick Pryor had one. It was it was a big one. 25 yards in the end zone for the touchdown. Chris James had three for 18. Garrett Groshek, he had two for eight. Austin Ramish had a carry for no yards. And Alex Hornibrook credited with three carries for minus eight yards. Receiving-wise, not much for Wisconsin, but enough. Danny Davis III had four receptions, 74 yards. Troy Fumagalli, the stud tight end, had three for 21. Jonathan Taylor had one for 14. Kendrick Pryor had one for 12 and a touchdown. Xander Neville, he had one for nine and eight. 
A.J. Taylor had one for five, and that was in the end zone for a touchdown. Hawkeye Stanley struggled. Eight of 24, 41 yards is all. One interception, no touchdowns. That's a quarterback rating, 1.3. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the game talking about his sophomore quarterback, and he's been impressed with him. He likes what he's doing. This is just a bump in the road. That's what Kirk Ferentz is going to say. That's how he's going to have to try to approach this to try and get Stanley to come back, but he did not play well in this football game. Here's Ferentz. I'll tell you, Nate is such an impressive guy. Yeah, he had a tough night tonight, and uh, that, that's a rough, rough deal. It's part of sports, and, and you know, if you're a quarterback, not that you want to get used to it, but you know, it's going to happen to him. It's just the way, way it goes sometimes. So, you know, it was a tough night for him. Really, nothing was flowing at all. Uh, you know, he didn't, probably didn't play his best game, but uh, I'll tell you, he's a quality guy. Um, I'm so glad he's our quarterback, and uh, you know, he'll learn from this just like all of us will. And, Rushing wise, James Butler led the way with eight carries for 30 yards at the 3.8 average. Akram Wadley had eight carries for only 23 yards. Torn Young had three scampers for 11. Nick Easley had a carry for five. They had one team rush for minus nine. And Nate Stanley had five carries credited for negative 35 yards. That is not good. Receiving wise, not much here either for Iowa. Nick Easley had two catches for 19. Vandenberg had two for 14. TJ Hawkinson had one for six. Akram Wadley had two for two. And James Butler had one catch for zero yards. A lot of drops. Noah Fant did not have a good game in this one. He's had a lot of drops this year. I think Fant can be one of the best tight ends Iowa's ever had under Ferentz. Got a long way to go. Had a couple drops in this one. Some big drops. Turnovers. Manny Ragumba, he had a fumble recovery that was forced by Josh Jackson. Nate Stanley, he did fumble on the day. Fumbled once and threw one interception. On the defensive side of the ball, who do you think led in tackles? Yep, you got it. Josie Jewell, 12 total tackles. Seven of those was solo. Bo Bauer had 11 tackles. He had two tackles for loss. Eight of those were solo tackles. Ben Neiman had eight tackles as well. Four of those were solos. Miles Taylor had seven tackles. He had a pass defended. Jake Gervas had six tackles. One of those was a solo tackle. He had an interception on the day. Nathan Budgeta, he had five tackles. One was for loss. Parker Hesse had four tackles. Brady Reef had four tackles. Sam Brinks had four tackles. Josh Jackson had three tackles on the day. Had one pass defended. He had two interceptions. Both of them picked sixes. And he had a fumble forced. Let's talk about Josh Jackson a little bit before we get to the rest of the stats here for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Kirk Ferentz was asked after Jacks about Jackson after the game and what he's been able to do and how hard he's been working and this guy has been unbelievable. He has he's had five interceptions over the past two weeks. Two of those have gone, a couple of those have gone for touchdowns. He went from trailing. He now leads the country in picks as well as passes defended. <laughs> guys having an unbelievable year as a junior, emerging out of nowhere. Nobody saw this coming. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the game talking about his junior defensive back. Yeah, I mean what he's done the last two weeks just statistically, it's just. I don't know how you can do better than that. That's, that's almost a video game type number. So um, to me, it's just, it's, you know, the result of his hard work. He's, he's really done some good things over the years and over the months. And uh, but, but still, you know, he's playing really well. But to, to say that, you know, a guy's going to do that kind of stuff, that's, that's pretty unusual. It's interesting you asked Josh Jackson after the game about, you know, the picks and everything else, and his response is perfect. It's boilerplate exactly what you want to see if you're a coach, if you're if you're a fan. Here's Jackson after the game when talking about his accolades. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I'd rather win uh, with those as well. So, you know, we just want to um, get back in the front room and just, uh, you know, just execute better. 
he would rather win. I think a lot of the Iowa Hawkeyes would rather win. Jackson in this one, three total tackles, pass defended, and he had a couple touchdowns on interceptions. Anthony Nelson had three tackles. AJ Epineza had a tackle. It was a sack. One tackle for loss on the day. Kevin Ward had a tackle. Matt Quarles had a tackle. Brady Ross, Dominic Daphne, Ivory Kelly Martin, Tyler Kluver, Michael Ojemudia, Manny Ragumba all had tackles in this football game. Let's jump back and talk about one of the big issues for Iowa in this one, and that was drop passes. And Kirk Ferentz was asked about that after the game, and look, it is what it is. It's a growing pain. It's something you have to overcome, and Kirk Ferentz knows that, and this is what you get with a young team. Here's Ferentz. Yeah, it's kind of been us this season, you know, when um, our execution, you know, we're not good enough offensively not to execute cleanly. So, you know, a uh, little miss throws, a uh, little, little <coughs> inches make a difference there, and then if, if we do have a catchable ball, we've got to got to catch it and when we do play clean football we have a chance to, to do some good things and you drop the ball especially against a team like this you're, you're going to pay for it part of dropped passes is the defense i think is a is a defensive presence you hear footsteps that's the terminology that a lot of people use the phrase nate stanley gave all sorts of credit to wisconsin's defense after this one and i think that's a good thing to do here's the sophomore quarterback after the football game um you know their receiver or excuse me their d-backs you know they had a great game and um you know, just coming back with with kind of their whole unit, you know, playing really good games. So, you know, they pushed the pocket a little bit, you know, and, and we're, we're able to, to take away some reads that we had. Is Iowa a good team? I'm not really sure, but Kirk Ferentz hit it on the head after this one. They're not a bad team, but they were made to look like a bad team. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the loss to Wisconsin. Well, I mean, they're a good defensive football team. Uh, certainly our plan was come in here and score points and win the football game. It didn't happen tonight. Uh, give the credit to our opponent. Play one heck of a defensive game and just played a really good football game overall. Yeah, we're, we're not a bad team, so you know they, they made us look bad tonight, and that's, that's a credit for them. The sentiment for Iowa is the same as it has been after every loss forever. We got to get back to work Monday. Here's Nate Stanley, and then here's Akram Wadley talking about that after this football game. You know, I think just just come to work on Monday. You know, it's really all we can do. You know, we can't do really anything really now. We'll go ahead and look around the Big Ten. Score was elsewhere. Ohio State defeated Michigan State 48-3. Penn State routed Rutgers 35-6. Northwestern over Purdue 23-13. Indiana beat Illinois 24-14. Nebraska fell to Minnesota 54-21. And then Michigan victorious over Maryland 35-10. That's going to do it for us here this week on Quick Hits. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. The Hawkeyes take on Purdue for Senior Day. Credit to ABC for clips used in this program. This is Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host. Follow me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter as well. Thanks for listening. Until next week, so long here on Hawkeyes Mike. And broadcast school has really paid off. Are you looking for a new, rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour, including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage, including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll free 1-800-383-7663. 383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC.